This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. All right, Schmoville, what's happening? Coming in hot here today for the uh, Guilty Movie Pleasure Show. Super we are, hot. We're super hot. We're really, really hot with my co-host Ben Begley at Ben Begley Comedy. You guys follow him on Twitter. He's, you know, he's, he's a new member of Schmoville. So <laughs> and I don't tweet that often, but I promise tweet. I'll start now. Yes, he he feels a lot of pressure because his his, his Twitter is at Ben Begley Comedy. So if he doesn't say anything funny, make sure you make fun of him. And even the jokes are the, just you know, uh, not necessarily always that funny. Well, you know, you're a funny guy. Yeah, for every for. Every Every piece of gold, there's at least, you know, 14 bronze turds <laughs> leading up to it. So for every Michael Phelps, there's like a crap ton of like baton gymnasts. <laughs> yeah. I know, there's like the events they don't in the do Olympics the same. Oh, oh, okay, I get it, I get it now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you thought Michael Phelps twirled batons for a second there. No, you but know. then I realized you didn't know. I, I mean, I, you knew yeah. what Michael Phelps I was going to say another swimmer, but the only other people know is like Ryan Lochte. Yeah, I don't know any. Just as good. Yeah, I don't know. Who, you don't know any terrible swimmers. No, because, yeah. Why would you? Because yeah. swimming is such like a, like there's like don't five. Swimming. No, I. I would. I, I wish I could swim better. I, I almost drowned in Croatia once. That's a story for another day. I was saved by a man named Mislav. Taken four. Taken uh, four. Taken four. Ben drowns ben in drowns Croatia. Ben saved by Mislav. <laughs> so, Anyways, we're here to talk here about we something. We're talking movies. We like to, you know, like to start it off organic. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, in keeping with our theme of Oscars month, uh, we are we are discussing another movie, yes. a guilty pleasure type movie starring two Oscar winners, mm-hmm. uh, Quentin Tarantino, who wrote the screenplay uh, and also stars as. As Richie Gecko, Gecko, yes, is this is uh, he, is Quentin Tarantino? He starred in this movie, and then George uh, Clooney, yeah, who won for Siriana. Who's won for like so much stuff? Siriana, he also won, and then he uh, didn't he win best for director. Good night, good luck. We should have researched this. Yeah, uh, listen, <laughs> everybody here. loves him. He's won a lot. Hold on. And then Harvey Keitel has been nominated. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember if he's won officially. There we are. This is weird, and it's Harvey on a delay. Keitel is. Did he win? Well, he was in Taxi Driver. I feel like he might have been nominated for Taxi Driver. Maybe not. I don't know. I should we, again. We should have done a little yeah, more you know research. What? We'll just amend this later. Again, George Clooney has we'll won an Oscar. We'll add it in the YouTube Quentin comments. Tarantino yeah. has won an Oscar. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna unveil our. Um, Juliet Lewis week. was in Natural Born Killers and, and Oliver Stone. Correct. Uh, so you know degrees, degrees of separation. Of yeah, separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so yeah. So we're talking from dusk till dawn. I. I I always like to talk about one. Do you remember the first time you saw the movie? Yes, I do, actually. Okay, because I was, really I was 13, and uh, me and my buddies, uh, we were in Benny, my buddy Benny Falkman's basement. Oh, Benny Falkman. Like, uh, it was like a, a, a sleepover where we'd play like Mario Kart and watch yep. movies we weren't supposed to watch. Yep. And we rented from 
Video Time in Akron, Ohio, Ooh, on VHS from Dust Till Dawn, and I remember on VHS, yeah, yeah, yeah and I remember watching it on like a 27 inch tube television and being uh-huh. like, "Oh my god, there's so many boobs!" Because <laughs> yeah. I'm 13 and I was a really sheltered kid, uh-huh. so that may have been one of my first, at least that many boobs in one movie that yeah. I had seen. I think it was like my awakening to like. These are amazing. I love these things. Where can I see Where more? can I see? How do I get more of this? It's only like three minutes of the movie. But and then still. there was that shady kid in your school that had a bunch of VHS porn. And you're like, dude. There was. Yeah. There was. Dude, let me get some of those. Like, there was, I, that was a whole other no, story, no, though. God. We're talking boobs. Let's keep <laughs> There's going. another time where some kid brought over a porno to another friend's house. And it was like a, like maybe a 15-minute porno. And I remember uh, a few of us left and came back. And there was some other. The, the other kids that were still there watching this. Like. <laughs> Three hours later, we're like, "What?" Ah. And at that age, you're too old, you're too young to like know what to do with the feelings right. you're having. You're right. like, "What?" Very I just conflicted. You're watching a porn with a bunch of guys yeah. in the same room, and it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't wait to get made fun of on Twitter for oh, this conversation. Right. Hey, at Ben Bagley Comedy, you guys can follow him on Twitter. At Tweet Adam, tell him how awkward his childhood sounded. Uh, I was... Oh, and the dude's grandma was in the other room while everybody was watching the porn in the living room. Uh, okay, and she came in and was like, "What were you watching? Were you watching a porno?" You were all so quiet, and we were like, no, it was just a, a scary movie, and we were all freaked out. And the movie was so loud that she heard, like, the moaning, and she's like, ah, oh, they're probably just playing some kind of weird kid some game. Some weird video. Whatever these kids are doing these, these days. kids. Oh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Nana. I will say, uh, I saw this. My buddy Colin Redman, oh Nana. Guys, hashtag oh Nana. Hashtag oh Nana. Oh Nana. Nana, Nana would so probably silly. not be a, fr- a fan of From Dusk Till Dawn. But, no. uh, so, my buddy Colin Redman, he loved Tarantino movies. Yeah. Like, so, the, the first time I saw uh, Pulp Fiction, he made me Reservoir Dogs, we watched together. I mean, it was like, this was his kind of genre. So, From Dust Till Dawn comes out. We, I definitely watched it on VHS. He had this, he had one of the split level houses and they had the family room in the middle of the house instead of like the downstairs. Oh. You know what I mean? So, it was like this sitting room. And, and were, would that have been an inappropriate movie for you guys to watch? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, you yeah. were in double danger zone of people oh, coming of up and down. Yeah. yeah. And I remember thinking to myself how disappointed I was that we never saw Salma Hayek naked. Yeah. Like she turned it, I was so You're right. excited to see, like, there's boobs everywhere. Yeah, and then that is one thing. And she comes out and she's doing this sexy dance. Like, Listen, I've seen everybody else's boobs. We're definitely seeing boobs. It's going to happen. Because you and, see him briefly in Desperado yes. in the sex scene. Like, you got to pause it and there's a candle block yeah, in Yeah, yeah. We've been there. We know where to pause yeah. it exactly. You yes, know? And everybody with does. With DVDs, it's easier because on VHS, you got the tracking in the middle <laughs> yeah. and you had to watch out. The kids out there that are watching, you guys have no idea yeah, the struggle just, we went through to see boobs on You can on just VHS. Google it on your iPhone. Yes. We had to get scrambled channels. We had to and... turn the volume all the way down, had to make sure our parents weren't home, and then... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so we're watching it up there, and I'm so excited. I'm like, boobs everywhere. So my head comes out. She drops whiskey down her leg, which I had a stripper do to me in Nashville. Um, oh, God. And, uh, oh. Oh, we'll get uh, back to that later. Yeah. And she's like, she's all sexy. And, and at this point, Quentin Tarantino's already killed nine people and raped a bank teller. Yeah, like super. This he's is, a total he's creeper. He's going to kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then he, she's whiskey's going everywhere, and Clooney's kind of looking at him like, I don't know. 
this is a good idea. Where but then there's, a, then there's a shot, if you really look, when she she's like waving her hips and Clooney's behind her and he's just like, yeah. and I don't think that was acting. I think it was literally just dumbfounded like this. I didn't know oh this was going to be God. this good. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, she's going to, and then boom, before you know it. They're vampires. Yeah. And we never get to see boobs at all. We see, oh, we, and, and then you go from you like super turned on teenage to, boner to, to super creepy to, vampire to like, oh chick God, boobs. To vampire movie. To like, to like sagging like creature effect boobs yes. that are, oh and yeah. And this was the kind of movie that probably had a trailer on TV, but it wasn't, like, it, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a well received movie at, at the beginning. It wasn't like, yeah, it became a huge like a success. cult classic. And, exactly. and also when we were kids, we didn't, Watch you trailers. YouTube trailer. We no. didn't have YouTube. Yeah, you had to wait on TV for them, and they weren't going to show the good parts. No. So we went in from Dust Till Dawn thinking, like, oh, it's going to be a bank heist movie. Everybody's getting killed. <laughs> yeah. To some crazy... Like, it's two movies. Yeah, there it's, two, it's movies. two completely different movies yeah. crammed into one. And and under anybody else's helming of it, it wouldn't work. But with no. the Tarantino-Rodriguez pairing, it works really, really well. Yeah, they're like the they're like the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Of Grindhouse of, movies. Of, yeah. Of, like, super... Super awesome genre movie. Yeah. I mean, if you really look at Tarantino's like the career, and of, just yeah, let's start going yeah. up pairings. Go uh, pairings. The, 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 the Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're the uh, the Starsky and Hutch. They're the uh, the Thelma and Louise. <laughs> they're the Kate and Kate. Laverne and Shirley. Now I'm just going with female pairings. Uh, Bert and Ernie. Oh, they're the, the uh, uh, son of a. Um, the, they're the two guys from Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. <laughs> All right, Which is bad. Ryan Reynolds and nose job guy, who uh, the guy they got a nose job Jennifer before Gray? the seconds. No, a similar thing oh, happened to him. Yeah. No one except me understands what I just said. They're the so. stuck on you of Grindhouse. <laughs> Uh, tweet at us at Ben Throw out some pairings of what who Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino might be in other genres of movies. Before we move on, I want to go back to the stripper uh, yes. uh, port, the stripper bonanza. The the, the 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 foot with the whiskey yes. down the foot because okay. I was thinking last night. I'm foot watching this. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. I'm watching this last night and I'm like, yeah, Selma Hayek is super hot. I don't really like feet or germs. <laughs> That place is grimy. I mean, she's gr- walking. Grimy, a, she, That's that, the dirtiest that place in the world. You get Hepsi walking in there. Yes, yes. So like, she's walking around barefoot in this filthy place. And I know that you know, Richard Gecko is like you know, <laughs> Rapey McRaperson. So it's like he's not really worried about germs, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it just uh, it, it it's to me, I'm like. I don't know if I could do that in real life ever, If no matter how hot the stripper was. And then you've done it. So yeah. What, yeah. in that moment, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, were you like, hmm, uh, should was- I swallow this or, or just like make sure that I get rid of this these germ-infested beer? Let me, can I tell you my thought process on yeah, the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I can't wait for the comments was, about this. It was, it was actually a pretty uh, respectable flop house in, okay. in Nashville. The, I, you know, I don't scoff at that because they do exist. Yeah, the um, it, it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was late in the night. Obviously, it was a bachelor party so we've been drinking yeah. excessively and you've been around me drunk before you know yes. i can take it to the extremes i'll be there probably wednesday yeah. when you're drunk <laughs> yes yeah you will my birthday this For your birthday um tweet happy birthday to him yeah thanks guys and tweet all your insults to me <laughs> and uh you know she's walking around and i said and my buddy colin redmond who i'd seen from dust till dawn was at this bachelor party and i was like <laughs> some hayak whiskey on the thing you think they'll do it and i was like she he's like probably and i was like hey do you guys do like whiskey down your leg into a guy's mouth and they were like yeah it's sort of like a, a leg ice luge and i was like yeah yeah definitely like that it's like a thing it's a thing <laughs> so i buy a shot of whiskey and she pours it down her leg and i drink it off her foot and people are kind of like grossed out i was like guys it's whiskey it kills all the germs and 
thinking. I didn't get sick. I got medically nothing. not proven. Yeah, medically definitely unfounded uh, on WebMD. Like the whole rest of the weekend, they were like, "This is the guy that took the shot off the stripper and like saw my egg." I swear, like I, I, I don't. It was just a, a thought thing that was running through my head, and I was fine. Meanwhile, my friends, our goal has always been at a bachelor party to hire a stripper, have them come to the room, and then instead of having them strip, confuse them by uh, asking them if they could beat the Rainbow Road track on Mario Kart with the secret. You know, it's the impossible. secret. It is. Yeah. But we want to try and teach a stripper that within like a five to twenty, whatever our window how, is. How long you can get them for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see. It. Like, you bring them in. Now, I'm not saying that strippers aren't would gamers have, or have to play the Mario Kart naked. No, I think okay. that would be the the funniest thing. You just and want they, female company. Yeah. <laughs> In hindsight, in hindsight, that's a really sad thing. It sure is. <laughs> I mean, that was like years ago. I'm married now, so I don't need strippers playing Mario Kart with me. Every morning. Speaking of, I did watch this with my wife last which night. Which you've been tweeting out, and, which is kind of cool. And, and you've I been thought, excited about it. Yeah, so far, we're two for two. She yeah. loved Face Off, and she liked From Dust Till Dawn even better. Really? I thought she'd get kind of off, like, like off-putting by because it's dark it in parts. Dark it's like, it's kind of... Well, that's what it's I'm saying. It's not okay. the nicest movie towards women, you know? Like, they kill a lot of female vampires. I mean, Definitely they're vampires. Not. They had it coming, but, you know. But Which it's is. like, it's very, like, it feels like a male-driven, like, kind of movie. <laughs> kind of? Very much, but she was she liked it. She yeah. thought it was a lot of fun. Um, okay, I so was excited. There is got a good one. There you did. You you got a winner, Ben. Um, so okay, the movie starts. Oh yeah, we should talk about the plot. Well, now. Yeah, I mean, okay. So hey, we starts, only took eleven minutes this time instead of twenty-two like last week. <laughs> Listen, we go with how we want. And the show's only forty minutes, and we can you know we, we can do whatever we want. Let's yeah. just keep talking about strippers in Nashville. <laughs> So, okay, so again, going back to the theory that this is two separate movies. Yes. Because he pro- I mean, you go in and there's, there, there, you're in a, every Quentin Tarantino movie has some sort of convenience store scene. Yeah. That, that has yeah. like a ton of dialogue. Which this is one of the best convenience oh, store scenes. Without a doubt. I didn't signal him! Yeah. So, oh, John Hawks, who plays oh, that's the... That's so cool, awesome. right? He plays the uh, the convenience store clerk, and then the shady sheriff. Michael Parks, who's in a ton of Tarantino movies. The sheriff? Yeah. He was in uh, Kill Bill as two different roles. He was um, uh, the guy... He, he, uh, shit. Kill Bill 1 or 2? Yeah, bo- both. Uh, both. He, play, he wasn't he, the weird guy in the Mexican with the cigarette and the weird... Yeah, yeah that's, that's him. him. That's oh, him. Shit. Okay. And he also plays, I can't remember now, but he's in like a ton of Tarantino stuff. I like the Tarant- Tarantino, like Wes Anderson, like Christopher Guest, these directors they that use love the same, their yeah. actors and they use them all the same way, just differently. Yeah. You know? And Robert Rodriguez, too, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, young Danny Trejo. Yeah. Who still has this super old looking face, but <laughs> super young. Like, you're like, oh, he's like 20 there. Danny Trejo was Ooh. buying booze when he was 11. <laughs> I know. And they were, and they were kind of like, do you need a job? Do you want to work here? <laughs> like, he's so old. And that tattoo is in incredible it's it never so goes away he's such a badass oh, though man awesome. I, danny trejo is awesome machete those movies are so great those movies see here's the thing and what what makes to me from dust till dawn a guilty movie pleasure is because mm-hmm. you think that it's going to be this movie about a bank heist and like they kidnap this family yeah. and then they get and then they're going to get and like, it's like wild clever tarantino tarantino-ish dialogue right. you know and like oh it's, we're watching this kind of indie art house bank robin movie what, what i like about his movies and 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 even though richard rodriguez or robert rodriguez directed this and and but he wrote it is that he pays such close attention to detail. Yeah. Right? I love the attention to detail. Okay, like in this first scene with John Hawks. John Hawks spit and chew. They're yeah. just rapping between one and another. And you get to and know because, both those char- characters so much just from their small talk. Like Maybe six pages of dialogue? Yeah. Seven pages of dialogue? So, they're in that scene and and 
John Hawks, like he even says it in the movie, it's like uh, you deserve an Oscar for how well you how put that. Of it, yeah, yeah. Natural, because you have no idea that they're in that convenience store yeah. until he comes out so with the good. gun and the two kidnapped girls that yeah. somehow just disappear. We never see them again. No, they run out. There's a shot where they. I run know out. they run out, but we, they like don't hunt them down. Uh, yeah, apparently they just run. Super. They don't go to the cops who then because nah. there's only one road in and out of town, so they couldn't find them on this road. I mean, I think they thought that you know, shooting a sheriff in the head, then shooting a burning guy that then falls then, into popcorn with the popcorn popping yes. is an awesome detail. I think shooting two women too in the beginning may have been a little dark. Cops, everything because the gr- they killed oh, you know everybody. What, you know what freaked me out the most when the sheriff gets shot in the head in the beginning yeah. is when he falls, his mouth doing this weird like. And it's such a creepy detail. Like, like he, well, he's like Robert still. Rodriguez loves those like prosthetics oh, yeah. and that stuff. But I mean, like that. that like it's literally like him just like, uh, and I'm like, oh, I, I always got chills from that. Yeah. I was like, oh Jesus. Well, it's a very gory movie, like any of those movies. <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, uh, you know, he again, and they blow up the convenience store. Let's 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 just think of plot holes in and this that scene one alone. shot is awesome, where they're blowing it up with them walking behind yeah. it. Yeah. That had to be one take, because how could you blow up another thing? It's yeah. all one take. It has. It's to be. awesome. Yeah. It's such a good scene. And and. But okay, so they're Plot in this small okay. town in Texas. Okay, yeah. they they have a car that people know that they're in. There's a kidnapped person in that car. And the car's it's parked dusty. right out front, right? Car's parked Apparently, right out front. so the sheriff doesn't see the car when he pulls up. Nope. He's like, man, I'm looking for these bank robbers <laughs> oh, in this car, but yeah. I need to drain the lizard so I can't focus on the car right here across the street. He and does a much better job the than creepy me. Creepy people in Tarantino movies and and sheriffs in these small towns all have weird names for things like drain the lizard. That's something yeah. that the drunk uncle would say. Do you uh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's like I'm. Like, he calls like take a leak. He know? calls like the kid at the the fry shop like a mongoloid. Like all these yeah. weird terms that like yeah. people don't use. That in, like no mongoloids running a fry. Yeah. Like, Jesus, like, dude. It's like oh, was this Ooh. necessary? Are we right. getting anything? There's out always of it? a little bit of like uh, super offensive slash borderline like you know really offensive dialogue yeah. in Tarantino movies. He sneaks it in there, and you're like, oh, it's just these... Well, there's the disclaimer at the beginning of every movie. These opinions are that of whatever. They're not, like, real. But come on, dude. You call him a mongoloid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the, it's pretty the, rough. The word still came out. It's pretty it's, rough. Anyway, so they blow that up. Again, there's one road that seems to be in and out of town. There's uh, They blow up the only convenience store. Obviously, mm-hmm. some red flags. And, go, and then they just drive away. No cops are really going to chase him down because... That's just how it is yeah, uh, in the situation. Because you would think they don't drive too far to get to the motel. It so. can't be because they're in Texas. How far is the border? Yeah, the just, border's not far. I mean, Texas is a giant state. True. But the whole bottom yeah, part of right it by is the a border. Bo- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they go. Yeah, that's, so do the cops just go, oh, man. Crap. We lost <sighs> them. Better call the guys over in the next county. They'll pick them yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> just a series of telephone games like, hey, yes. next county, have you found them yet? No. <laughs> Oh, something blew up. I guess they were here. Oh, crap. We should look for this really sweet car and this guy with the most obvious tattoo on the planet. This, like... No uh, discernible markings, yeah, right? None. He's, he's got, Just this, like, black flame, like, jagged He's got the tattoo. douche tattoo crawling up his neck. I know. Come on. Only George Clooney could pull that off. Yeah, he can pull off the douche tattoo the- crawling up his neck. <laughs> Hashtag douche tattoo. We've got two hashtags so far. Yeah, so far. Oh, Nana. Oh, oh man. And douche tattoo. Douche tattoo. So you guys can put that in the old comment section or tweet at us. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah. Okay, so now they get to the Sleepy Eye Motel. Yeah. Or the P- 
Cozy Eye, the Cozy Pill. Oh, see, sleepy, sleepy if this was a question later for were you paying attention, I was not uh, paying attention to the name of it. Nope. Okay, good. All right, yeah, sure, it's Sleepy Eye. Yeah. Okay, so we will play that game, Are You Paying Attention? Okay. Later, because I got some good ones. So so then they get to the Cozy Eye Motel, and we see the bank teller for the first time. And I will tell you what, Clooney is a really good actor in this movie. Because this scene, he is dark, he is creepy, he lays it on the line. And they, they, they do such a good job in that. In that, it's like so well written in that moment where, uh, not to jump ahead, but when yeah. he comes back and the bank teller's dead, and he just is like, "This is not who I am. Is this who you think I am? Yeah. We do not kill people. We do not. I'm a thief, you know." And then, so then, all the terrible shit he says to the family, specifically the Harvey Keitel scene, where he's like, "Oh, your wife, your wife died," blah, and he's being yeah. so nonchalant about it. You know that that's not really him. That's him no. putting on a front yeah. so that they're afraid of him. But his brother's just like, I don't think they don't ever really explain why he's so weird and he yeah. sees these visions and like. Well, it's, it's like, I mean, natural born killers, they explain it because he had daddy issues. But in this one, we have no explanation other than that he's just, just like a raging sociopath. We did forget one plot hole. Go ahead. The fact that he gets a hole shot through his hand and then duct tapes it. Yeah. And, and then it's just fine boom. No, no painkiller. You don't seem to take any painkillers. I mean, it's a grindhouse movie, so you forgive it. But that's just he's so. He's looking through his hand. It's so and awesome. A hole. The shot of okay. <laughs> if you guys do right now, go ahead and look at your hand. If you're watching at home or whatever, let's do this. There are major veins and major yeah, bones. Yeah, I mean, it would never hand. stop bleeding. It would never stop bleeding, and you would die from oh, lack of so blood. Much. A hole through your hand, Ben? Yeah. That's how Jesus was killed. He was crucified. I mean, <laughs> okay? His holes were I mean, put through his hands. There this is a main artery in your whole body. Whole, I think, yep, it was just a hole through his hand. That's how he was well, killed. Well, Dad, uh, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> know, I'm just call, I'm just what I'm saying you. is, you put a hole in your hand, guys, you're not going to make it to Mexico and think no. you're going to, like, fight to live another day. You're like, I'm going to have a bunch of whiskeys. I love how they duct tape it, and then he's like, and, and him and George Clooney are sitting there, and George Clooney's like, ah, it's too tight. we got to loosen it up a little. And then, and then, then it just, like, whiskey on there, some sort of, like, the duct yeah. tape back in yeah. it. Guys, listen, duct tape will solve a lot of things. It will not cure a hole in your hand. No. For, again, hot glue might. Hot glue, maybe. Uh, liquid cement. Liquid I don't cement. Know. Just saying, oh, duct tape won't. Kids, if you put a hole in your yeah. hand, get to a hospital yes. immediately. Immediately. Plot hole part three. <laughs> oh, thanks, Stephen. That's the more you know. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even see him. You're hiding behind the TVs back there. I was like, "Are we alone in here? I'm really nervous right now." So they, so they're at the Cozy Eye Motel. He yep. kills and rapes the, uh, oh, the bank God, teller, that which is so scary. That like, part's super dark. scary. There's blood everywhere. He's, and like, oh, it's so good how, how they, he shoots it. Yeah, how they show just George Clooney's reaction, and you're like, oh, something's bad. And then you get these blips, like Fight Club yeah. style blips, which I mean was before Fight Club. Yeah. So Fight Club got you know. Yeah. Uh, but the little blip of like, and you know, each time it gets worse, and then they show it just out of focus in the background which is a tasteful way to show such a horrific and as a 12 year old the first time watching it um, it was scared the shit out of yes, me because yeah. i and then that's where you're just so like what one, of few movies, one of few movies has made me want to stay at a motel less than from dusk till dawn yeah the sleazy motels never look good in movies something bad yeah. always happens at them I'm trying to think is there's something else that there's there's several movies where that make me not want to stay in motels also just like the general stains on the yes. carpet yeah um and bed sheet and whatever. Yeah. It's just it's not a good place, guys. It's not good. You take a black light, it's just it's horrifying. Yeah. It looks like a Dexter crime scene. Dexter. Good show. Until the final um, season. Say so, yeah. So okay, so then so then Harvey Keitel and his family find out Harvey Keitel was once a minister, but his wife died, so now he's not uh-huh. into God and Julia uh-huh. was trying to make him into God and then and he has an Asian adopted, adopted son. son from China. China Chinese adopted son. They uh they get attacked and kidnapped by George Clooney. Which but and, they also like 
uh, we don't really know why they're. I forget why they're going across the border. There's some reason where they're like. They're just, they just they need to of, get away. They need to get away. They're like on yeah. a family vacation in this motel. To Mexico. Home, like, trying something new. And then to, to sleep at the shittiest motel on yeah. the planet. And, and, she Julia, even Lewis call, and Julia Lewis like, calls them out like, she's kind of the smartest one in the, the yeah. whole trio. If they just would have listened. Spoiler alert, that's why she survives. <laughs> Spoiler alert, if yeah. you haven't seen it yet. So uh, so then they get kidnapped and they, they get on the road and they're like, you're going to take us over the border in your sweet ass And then there's home. that creepy scene where uh, uh, Tarantino oh, thinks. amazing. Thanks, uh, Juliet Lewis says, uh, I don't want to uh, say it. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to say it. But Tarantino thinks Juliet Lewis is coming on to him with a very um, graphic line yes. about uh, her nether regions. Yes, and I, I've always wanted a girl to say that to me. I don't care who you are. It's just like, it's so creepy. To just like, I, But I, I like it. It's weird. Okay, I, we got to get past this. Now, we got to get past yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get to the border, and now we get the... the We're the learning so much fourth, about you, Makuga. The fourth incantation of Cheech Marine in this movie. Uh, second so far. Right? No, this is his first... Mention when they get to the border, he's the border patrol. Border, oh, border patrol! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's, thought you were talking about the titty twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. first, so his first incantation is border patrol, which I read That's online awesome that he has too. Oscar Marin, uh, yeah. his his, Dad. his dad's name, who was a cop in L.A. Which I thought LA was cool. Uh, so they uh, so they get to the border and they get past the border after like he has to knock out his brother in the shower because his brother's freaking and out. They all, every man in this movie is creepy because Cheech Marin he opens the the thing and yes. she's like I'm peeing. Do you yeah. mind? And then they give this lingering moment of like. Yeah, he's checking her out. And then he does it again right before. Uh, so it's like, eh, I don't care how attractive someone is. I don't really want to see any woman pee. I'm not into it. Not Some into guys it. are into that. I'm not into it. Not really. In Japan, they have water sports on television, like, <laughs> where it's like a game. I don't want to go to. I want to go to Japan really bad, but I, I mean, I've I, been to Japan. I didn't see them live. Oh, I've okay. heard about that. I mean, I haven't seen. So, like them. the concierge at your hotel wasn't like, guys, Westwood showed it in the main lobby. It's weird. They hire a, to make us feel welcome in Japan. They hire a nineteen forties announcer. <laughs> hey kids, hey kids, it's me. There's water sports right down the street in Shinjuku. <laughs> Anyways, but there are love- laying this into his Asian son. Um, yes, there we go. The Asian yep. adopted son. So they get past the border. They're all really happy. Quentin mm-hmm. wakes up and they're like, "Listen, you're going to go down this road." And the best. Oh, that scene's so good that we skipped where uh, where Tarantino's just rambling behind Clooney. And he just goes bam and just yeah. clocks him out. Awesome. It's so that's such can a you, badass moment. I mean, moment. like, I guess you. Can, it just seems like in so many movies, like especially in this movie, he gets tossed around yeah. like there's nobody's business. He never gets knocked out, and that one little punch from him knocks out. Quentin Tarantino for about two hours. I mean, it is it's it's Clooney. He he hit him with the with the douche tattoo. It's oh, the power yeah. of the douche the tattoo. Just he was like, <laughs> you know, it was like a Dragon Ball Z thing. Um, so they get. I don't to, like so Dragon they, Ball Z. Don't, you do like it, don't you? Have Blu-rays on it? No, 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 I don't. That's that was after my time. Ah, gotcha. Of nerddom. It was after before current. I it was just, like after like Power Rangers was like the end where I was like, should I be liking this? Um, ben, just, you know, you shouldn't be. I was in sixth grade. Ben. Okay. So, so, all right. So Awkward they, get, silence. they get to the titty twister. Yeah, yeah, titty okay. twister. And uh, this is this might be top ten favorite lines anybody's ever spoken so in a movie. Good. Cheech Marine is so Cheech Marine. <laughs> I, I want to say it correctly because he's always correcting people instead of Cheech Marin. Cheech Marine. Yeah, um, you're right. It's not Mark Marin. It's Cheech Marine. Okay, Cheech from here on out, I will say his name correctly. Yeah. So uh, they get to the thing, and he rattles off a bunch of things about pussy, and then it cuts away, and then it comes back to my favorite part. Stephen hit it. Pussy shopper, take advantage of our pussy sale. If you buy one piece of 
there to yeah. the main camera, the main and, I, camera. and I awkwardly <laughs> yeah. pointed like uh, behind your guess finger. Who's, guess who's not in any pussy? Ben. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Hey, Steve, the best you, is that it, play that one more time? it goes. It goes that, he too. looks into camera for that. He's just like this is amazing that he wrote this in a movie. Yeah. I want to know the scale of like. Oh, sorry. Fuck it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's... I'd like to see a menu of the the pussy at this yeah. place, like, because he's like, he's like, we got horse pussy, chicken pussy. It's like, do I need that? Is that more yeah. expensive? Because like, I feel like there's more wrangling with a horse than you a really female, right? Really I mean, like, then there's a. I, you'd have to sign a waiver and to he, fuck a he horse. He sees Juliet Lewis and he calls her apple pie. Apple pie. <laughs> That had to be an improv line. Like, uh, yeah, I think, no I think that most of that monologue had to be improvised. Where they yeah. probably just wrote speech about pussy. Go cheech. Go cheech, Marie. Cheech, Marie. Um, the uh, the it, it really intri- it's like. Have you ever been uh, been to Amsterdam? You've been to Amsterdam? No, but I've been in New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> Where uh, my friend and I were walking out uh, of a bar. Whiskey down no, uh. it was my bachelor party. We were walking out of a bar, and um, this this homeless woman came up to my buddy and went, "Oh, pop that dick up for me!" And started grabbing his junk and was like, "Pop that dick up!" And we were like, "Huh?" So huh, it was the titty twister huh, by the New Orleans location. Yeah. That's awesome. Basically, yeah, nice. the titty twister. Yeah, pause if you're in New Orleans. Yeah, check out the titty twister on Bourbon. Yeah, just uh, look for homeless people that grab your crotch. <laughs> that that set was built uh, somewhere in California. Yeah, in the deserts of California. Yeah. Yes, uh, and really, I mean, it's just it's it is the quintessential thing when you go to a strip club. Everybody always says it. I don't care who you are. Like you, I'd go by like a roadhouse anywhere. All I keep thinking to myself is if I was at a biker bar that looked like this, if there wasn't a guy outside like Teach Marine into a a mic screaming about pussy, I would be very very disappointed. And to this yeah. day, this is the, what sells me on this movie. Is that Cheech Marine monologue? Just that. Just that. I can watch this movie. Like the rest of the movie is good. I mean, it's it's fun. But that Cheech Marine monologue is just incredible. Just, but also, it, it's it's served as a constant disappointment because you've never found it in real life. It's no. like you're a unicorn. Yeah, exactly. If I ever, you'll see... never find your Cheech Marine. No. We, the, we okay in, in Pennsylvania on the way from Pittsburgh to the ski slopes. There was a place called the oh shit. This entire pod, this entire thing is just going to be us no, talking about strip clubs. Yes. <laughs> I well, mean, it's, it's the whole movie takes it's place in a, in a vampire strip club. Okay, it was called the Highway, oh, the High Mountain Highway something, but it, it was along the road, and you would take a ski bus for like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and every time you you'd go by it, you'd see like triple X nude, nude, nude. Okay. And it was right off the side of the I highway. You had to literally take all, a ski like, bus to get it. there. No, no, no. We cheer for it, and then after we saw from dusk till dawn, every time we drove by, it, we'd be like. Who ran better was And girls were like, stop it with the pussy stuff. And I'm like, but it's hysterical. It's amazing. P.S. I think I have said that word more times during the last 20 minutes than ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm it not is a, a very hu- uncomfortable I'm word. I'm not a to huge say. fan of that word. No, me neither. But Cheech Marine has made me Cheech say it. Marine. And it's the way you kind of say it to make it funny. I'm not saying like, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Okay. Anyway. Let's get past it. So they get into so this So they bar. get in. Well, they have to break Cheech Marine's First finger. off, that's the biggest mistake they make in the movie. Yeah. Pissing because him off. otherwise, 
if for all intents and purposes, they may have just had a fun night at a strip club, yep. but they had to get their hubris, well, little Greek, uh, Greek uh, you mythology. You don't get a you tattoo know? for nothing. No, they it's just break come on, bouncers' fingers and kicking some ass. Come on. So they get in there. But and that's Danny, what that's what sets everything off is that they oh, beat yeah. the shit out of Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin had it coming though. Yes, yeah, he, he did. He was kind of a little. He was misogynistic. He was. You know? I mean, that speech, objectifying women, guys, don't do it. That speech, yeah. Okay, so he gets okay. in there. Uh, Danny Trejo is the uh, is the bartender, and he tells them, "You can't be here unless you're a biker or a trucker." Oh, so, so I guess we should movie, do this for the rest of the. Yeah. This is, oh, are you doing this over top? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can do it over top. Though. I, now, what what rung is yours? Because mine is on the final one. Uh, I just put it on however you gave it to me. Oh, okay, because I have a large head. I, I no ha- hats are like hanging on for dear life, like cliffhanger <laughs> on my head. It's like one notch. Ooh, and cliffhanger, just like, another good movie we'll do on this show. Cliffhanger is a good movie. That is good guilty pleasure. Really okay, so movie. now we're truckers and we're allowed to be in the bar. Uh, we get which is again going back to the part where the reason why this movie really disappointed me was because we never got to see some Hayek naked. Yeah, they're in. You walk in and there's boobs everywhere. everywhere. This is the craziest bar. And I've there's ever so seen. many cutaways to like that one girl. With this like is the... Vampire Roadhouse now yeah. at this point. It's Vampire Roadhouse uh, mm-hmm. and and Danny Trejo is the bouncer and they got oh, Sex Machine yeah. with the where Greg Nicotero comes up with the knife. Yes. and then Sex Machine's like uh uh-uh. which uh, by the, the way cock gun by the way with the, the penis gun. gun. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of being in a strip club? If you get a lap dance with that... Shoots her. I mean, if it accidentally goes off, you murdered a stripper. Yeah. And on top of that, there's no way you're feeling anything from the lap dance. Of course, yeah. So, like, of all places to put a gun Well, you know he wasn't getting strip club. because he's, you know... He's, he's, but he's, he's called Sex Machine. Is it an ironic name? Yes. Yeah. It's a Tarantino movie. Do you think he doesn't have a penis? Yeah, and it's a gun. <laughs> exactly. Steven nailed that one on the head. Okay. <laughs> Let's move past this, Ben. Again, two weeks in a row where you've mentioned the penis. I'm just saying. Thing. I'm just saying. It doesn't make sense for a lap dance to get a lap dance. Next with week, a... hung. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the uh, so now we get this the strip tease with mm-hmm. the snake and Soma Hack, which is definitely. I mean, you got Demi Moore in strip tease and Soma Hack in from Dust Till Dawn. The, Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. Jamie Lee Curtis True Lies. Great call. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls. <laughs> we just list like forty movies. Uh, yeah. Um, the uh, That's My Boy with Adam Sandler. Uh, the strip club scene with the Denver omelet. Uh, I never, saw, you that never saw that movie. It's a great free. Oh, shut up! Uh, I never saw that movie because his voice just annoyed me yeah, from the trailers. Yeah, that's my good. That's my voice. It looked like it could be a funny movie if oh, he didn't great. choose that voice. Oh, come on. It's super funny. All it's right. Really good. Well, give anyway, it a try. I like everything. Anyway, so uh, they get there and then shit goes to, like, Cheech Marine comes in. Now all these bartenders that they fought and tried to kill before are now becoming vampires. Well, first off, they stab him in the hole again. Again. The hole gets real. I mean, it was maybe healing a little <laughs> I mean, the duck, the power of the duct tape. The power of the duct tape was healing it, yeah. And then, ah, come on! (laughs) Same hand! Same hand! Really? Really? Uh, so, so then everybody turns the vampires and you're like, oh. If this is your first time watching this movie, you're like, what? Because <laughs> Salma Hayek, you're like, what is she? Why oh, is she getting no. so turned on? And then rah, she turns into like the snake vampire. Yeah. You're like, ah. Damn it. And that's when and everybody turns goes, into predator. <laughs> Yo, yeah. You went from being like, I want it. Oh, yeah. Just the worst. So now we're in the midst of vampire battle. Everybody's getting totally just It's just destroyed. a melee of crap. melee. The, the best part is the band somehow had time to form a body part guitar mm-hmm. that still plays music. Yeah, great music. I mean, that's a skill. They had to tune it. They tuned it, they, and it's like a torso with like a leg shoved in the crotch, a head at the top. 
Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a and full body. Just re- and in then, the deleted scenes, we saw that there's a there's a, a saxophone, saxophone with a spinal cord as the and key, a head as the notes, and a skull sense. drumsticks. Yep. Classic. I'm just saying that is a talented band. Guys, uh, they're ready. They're open you're a musician, for any uh, you're a musician. They're open for any bar, bar mitzvahs or uh, bar mitzvahs or, uh, <laughs> or va- vampire mitzvahs. Vampire vampire mitzvahs. Uh, 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 yeah. And that's Robert Rodriguez as the lead singer. And uh, no, the, says it in the, G- no. in the I'm Dust Till Dawn. It's not IMDb. Well, no, the drummer he, is from Oingo, the, Oingo Boingo. Yeah, but the lead singer was the guy in Desperado who, who gets shot, uh, who chases after Antonio Banderas and then gets the guns put up against his head. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you just don't like that I trumped your... Yeah, you didn't. I thought it was Robert Burgess. I'm, I'm an idiot. My bad. Uh, so, that, uh, I mean, right away, uh, Tarantino gets killed. Yeah, so at the end of the first end of the first battle, there's only the only people standing left are Harvey Keitel, his Asian son Julia Lewis, Tom Savini, and Fred Williamson. And Fred Williamson, uh, who, if, by a little known fact, every movie that Fred Williamson's ever been on, he's on the cover of it holding a gun. So there's if he's the star of the movie, he's on the cover of it holding a gun. He's, he's guy's awesome. He's, he's so incredible. badass. So uh, so they're the only ones left, and then they go and they get. Quentin Tarantino's uh, body, and then he's like, "I'll miss you, yada yada." He's like, "I'll miss you too, Seth." And he turns into a vampire. Like, that voice. That was really good. Do it again. I'll miss you too, Seth. One more time. I'll miss you too, Seth. (laughs) That was really good. Uh, I specialize in slow motion creepy voices. Ben, how have I never heard this? Because the rest of the the rest of the show, I just do it like that. I really like this movie a lot. I cannot do that. I'm going to have to work. Wow, Begley. Guys, that's incredible. There we go. So they Secret uh, skill. Not, basically, they then have to kill. Like, he doesn't want, obviously doesn't want to kill his own brother. I hope I can to... give you the peace in life, or in death, that you never had in life. Dang. And now, then he does this cool little, like, yeah. no time for tears. Yeah. Douche tattoo wipes away the tattoo, <laughs> the, the tears. Douche tattoo. When you get it, you Fixes sign a contract. Everything. You, you sign a contract. You can't, can't cry it. if you have that tattoo. Doesn't matter if your brother gets killed or not. And then my favorite you line, kill your brother. besides the pussy line in this movie, is this next line. Steven. I'm peachy, Kate. It's my oyster. <laughs> now, that's what, what yeah. Kate, uh, played by Juliette Lewis, asks him if he's are, okay. Are you okay? Are you okay, <laughs> The Seth? worst thing to ask somebody after all this has happened. It, it just killed his brother who turned into a vampire. Can we get that one more time, Steve? I'm peachy, Kate. It's my oyster. Uh, classic Clooney line, which, uh, uh, you know, this is sort of uh, after my last girlfriend broke up with me and somebody were to ask me how I felt. I'm peachy, Kate. It's my oyster. Uh, this would be after I um, I got fired from Chuck E. Cheese, uh, and I was really upset about it because I liked being the mouse. I'm peachy, Kate. That was completely made up. I, uh, <laughs> after they canceled uh, Bad Judge, uh, oh. this is what I said to Kate Walsh. I'm peachy, Kate. Oh. That was my oyster. After I saw Underworld 4 and wasted money in the theaters, I said to Kate Beckinsale. I'm peachy, Kate. That was my oyster. Uh, I, uh, Kate Mara after uh, she got pushed in the train tracks in the second season of The House of Cards. I'm peachy, Kate. It's my oyster. Spoiler alert, I haven't seen that oh, show. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't seen that show, you're a dummy. Uh, <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh, when Tom um, Cruise uh, came out of the closet to Katie Holmes, this is probably what she, her dad <laughs> told her when she told him that her husband was now gay. I'm peachy, Kate. My I'm so confused who was talking in that the scenario. The dad was saying that okay, to Kate, Katie Holmes. Yeah. Uh, what, else, what are the Kates doing? When uh, Katie Holmes told uh, told James Vanderbeek that she was thinking about leaving Dawson's Creek. I'm peachy, Kate. It's my oyster. Every time I hear that song from Dawson's Creek, I think... I'm peachy, Kate. 
That was terrible. That was, really that was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> you threw me off with the Tom Cruise Katie Holmes one. Last week I went to McDonald's uh, thinking that the Big Macs were a dollar after midnight, but apparently that doesn't happen anymore, and this is what I told them. It's my oyster. Yeah. Uh... This is after I got food poisoning from a pastrami sandwich at Subway, and I had the finger cuffs of stomach viruses. I thought, I'm peachy, Kate. It was my oyster. Uh, this was after the end of uh, private practice. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people came up to Kate Walsh and just told her this. I'm peachy, Kate. It was my oyster. Again, more Kate uh, Walsh stuff. This was the end of almost every Academy Award-nominated movie I saw this year that was depressing as hell but really good. I thought to myself, I'm peachy, Kate. Uh, I feel like Boyhood is getting a lot of credit, and it's a great movie, but the kid who played the boy in Boyhood is a total douche. And if somebody asked me what I thought of him... <laughs> no, this makes no sense. <laughs> Rewind. I just Rewind. don't like that kid. He, he was terrible at the second movie. Though. You said yeah, great movie. Uh, yeah, great movie. But uh, we're going to keep that soundbite around for a little while. Yeah, we're going to ponder, ponder on it. Yeah, ponder on it. We're going to ponder on it. So. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Dawson's Creek thing. I thought it was, I don't want to wait for our lives to to be be over. over. I want to know. I should not know. I don't know any more of the song. I don't know. Um, okay, so now. What an angsty show. So now that we're getting in basically into the third act where all the bats are outside. They, uh, and when he th- and Fred Williams and and Sexman he gets he does that Sexman awesome gets bit. Uh, the, yeah and he and, and he's in that comedic way like hiding it and then his hand yeah. turns and he's like yeah he does like a three suit like awesome little yeah. moment there and, and then Fred Williams in speech though is amazing where he's like I killed I found out I killed the entire uh, uh, b- batoon, b- uh, yeah, he, platoon of Viet Cong I mean, or whatever. He tells an amazing war monologue like, that it's we like don't this, hear. It's like the speech from Jaws, you know, where he's like, "We were chasing after him, and he ate all of you know, like yeah." Or, or the speech in in um, Deep Blue Sea where Samuel Jackson's like, "We're gonna survive this thing." Yes. And then pretty good Sam Jackson, by the way. Really good. And then the Can shark you do a slow motion Sam Jackson. We're gonna survive this thing. Perfect. Can you say get the snakes off this motherfucking plane? In that voice? Yeah, yeah. I want to get the... <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. There you go. It kids. takes like 45 seconds to say that. Uh, so yeah, now, so like, he says this awesome speech, then gets bit, and he's like... Argh! Right. And then he throws a sex machine through the window, which lets the bats come in. Yeah. Now the bats turn into vampires right away, and they hustle down. Hyra uh, Keitel gets crushed by a bat. He ends up behind the bar. George Clooney and the two kids end up in the back moment. room. Yeah. Right, and he gets bit, too. Mm-hmm. Harvey Keitel gets bit. Uh, they like, you gotta go back and get my dad, but then whatever. So Harvey Keitel p- takes a shotgun and a bat and makes so a cross, cool. which is awesome. When they first reveal the, all the, <clears throat> just all the practical, like, vampire effects, yeah. like, there's like 50 of them out there. They're w- just waiting for Keitel, and he uses the cross to get away, and he gets to the back room, and then they start just making awesome the vampire best, weapons. The best, like, montage uh, before a third act ever, where it's like, super soakers. Uh, yeah. the, Water the, the I don't, I still don't. It's crossbow. It's it was like a, a jackhammer. jackhammer that they put a crossbow in, yeah. which is unbelievable. No, they put a stake in. Yeah, and the crossbow. And then all he still has is the cross shotgun. They go so out there, good. and then they start just. And I like yeah, putting the crosses up. and the bullets and stuff, yeah, so that it makes burn. sense why they explode yes. when they get hit by the bullets. Yeah, that's just an awesome effect and a smart. God. Move. 
And then, uh, so then they go out and they blow up everybody. Uh, and There's some crazy effects just in there. Crazy effects. And then the brother the gets, brother gets he's killed. He's getting like eaten by like 12 and he's like, kill yeah, me. Kill me. She, she's, she's like, I can't. Can. And then boom. Boom. And then explodes everybody. Wait, and, and I forgot though earlier to ask about the band when they're like about to kill the band and they go, fuck you everybody, good night. And then explode. Again, another plot. Did hole. they the, die or did they the guy, ben, did they commit suicide? Suspension of belief at this point. They made a band out of body parts. I think in, they turned into bats that we just didn't see. Oh, maybe. Could but then right. there's the rat monster that happens oh, yeah. when Sex Machine's head gets ripped off. Right. That's pretty sweet too. That's super weird rat vampire. Let's finish this. Let's finish this. We're getting there. We're getting, We're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. So the, finally the light starts pouring in yeah. and the vampires start getting burned. They start shooting holes, whatever. Shoot more holes. And then Cheech Marine shows up in his third incantation as the guy who's, who's supposed to meet. Right, yeah. Char- and they uh, open the door, and then everybody gets blown away by Carlos. light. Carlos, yeah. and they're like, "What was in there? A bunch of freaks!" And he's like, <laughs> oh, "Psycho, psychopaths." Psychos. He's like, "I don't care." Do psychopaths psych- blow up when they hit sunlight? I don't care how fucking crazy they are or whatever. Yeah. He's, it's so good. So he's like, uh, "How can I make it up to you?" They decide on fifty percent of the bank money that they stole. But then they, they, they it was thirty percent, and then they go fifteen, twenty, and then they they settle on twenty five. So apparently, Clooney's like. My brother was worth 5%. Not a great negotiator. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, Juliet Lewis wants to come with Clooney. He's like, I'm a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard, which yeah. I don't really know what that means. Because he, he alludes to the fact that El Rey is like a sketchy place. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't He's know. like, do you even know where what El Rey is? I'm a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard. And okay. then he gets in the car and you're like... Because she'll probably get sold into sex slavery. Is that what Maybe, thinking? but I mean, her life isn't that much better with like yeah. her entire family killed by vampires and just left alone. Why? Sure. She did get a ton of she cash. a ton of cash and a Winnebago. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's, here's my That's biggest That's the best case scenario. Yeah, when you win, yeah. she's winning. Yeah. Uh, here's my biggest plot hole in the whole thing is that, okay, if this bar is full of vampires and you see at the end of the movie it cuts back to like a temple. temple and there's all the those trucks and stuff are just yeah. behind it, and they just like. Wouldn't at some point people would just like stop going there? Like their buddies keep disappearing. They go to the titty twist. They're like, "Well, Dave didn't come back. Guess I better go find him. vampire, vampire." Well, Ken didn't come back. Guess I better vampire, vampire. Well, Dave didn't come back. Guess good vampire, vampire. I got two friends named Dave. <laughs> Both Daves are gone. Both Daves, like, I run out of names so quick. Well, Scott went down there. He did. Like Dave number three went down there. He disappeared too. Wouldn't they just like people just start being like, "Hey." Yeah. Shouldn't go down with the titty twister. Yeah, well, and then why? And then okay, so all these people keep dying, but the staff keeps living on. Like Danny Trejo's a vampire. All the staff is good. They eat everybody. I think they were good until Clooney came in and killed all of them. I think they survived all the time. But I wondered if any of them, like Sex Machine, seemed like a regular there. Yeah, like, like he, he was didn't notice around. it before. Like, like oh shit. Oh, things guess, are weird. I guess I got. I need to stop drinking so yeah, much. What, like again, it's just if this was a, a pop up bar that yeah. only existed this one night, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, but it seems like this it's been is there a mainstay. For, yeah. Again, that's that's the only thing that always made me just a little confused. And I love when they reveal like uh, Clooney's like, "Why did you pick this place?" And yeah. he's like, "One place is good, just as good as the other." And he's like, "Because you happen to pick this bar out of a fucking hat." Yeah, her family's dead. My brother is dead. Didn't think the cops would come by. It's a shady place. Yeah, well, nobody's coming by because nobody's leaving. Yeah. Everybody's dying from vampires. I mean, I guess yeah, yeah, suspension of disbelief. If they can make a, a guitar out of body parts, they can. Well, here's what I would say, Stephen. If you're ready for this, if somebody sent me to a bar full of vampires and I came out and they'd be like, "Are you okay?" I'm peachy, It's my oyster. Perfectly said. If Thank somebody you, discounted five percent off of my thirty percent fee, even though my brother was killed by vampires, I'd tell Carlos. I'm peachy, It's my oyster. If I was supposed to get a like new Porsche, but I got a 90 that had only been driven 14 times by a drug dealer friend from El Rey, I'd be like, I'm peachy, Kate. It's my oyster. 
If I was covered in my adopted brother's blood and my dad's blood, and I got like a stack of probably at least $100,000 in a Winnebago, I'd probably say... I'm peachy, Kate. my oyster. And if somebody were to tell me next week that we are doing Demolition Man as our guilty movie pleasure, I'd be like... That comes to the end of our program and continuing with our Oscars month theme. Next week we are doing Demolition Man starring Sandra Bullock, a winner of the Oscar last year for Gravity. Sylvester Stallone, no, winner of an... Did, she won for... Uh, did she win last year for Gravity I too? So. Or Blindside? She, oh, won, she won for, for Blindside. Blindside. My yeah. bad, my bad. But yeah. she was nominated for Gravity. Yeah, yeah. And Oscar, uh, Oscar winner Sylvester Stallone from his Rocky fame. Rocky, And yeah. obviously he won for Rambo for his blood. And Oscar winner uh, Wesley Snipes for uh, Bankruptcy and uh, Tax Evasion. Yes, yes. He, uh, that was a big year for him. It was, it was a great role great he year. played. He, he was also nominated for an Oscar for the first three Blade films. Uh-huh. So there's that. Especially Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity. Oh. Classic. Ryan Reynolds, awesome. So, uh, next week, Demolition Man. Uh, follow my buddy uh, and co-host, Ben Begley, at Ben Begley Comedy. A uh, special edition, guys, uh, before you go. A special edition uh, this Thursday mm-hmm. of the Go-To Movie Pleasure Show. I will not be here, but Mark Ellis will be sitting in for me with Ben Begley, and they will be interviewing Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, one, oh, yeah. two, and three. Uh, great actor. He's currently on uh, My Girl, or uh, The New Girl. He plays the uh, the vice principal to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to Jessica Day, played by Zoe Deschanel, and he was... He's hilarious. And uh, Revenge of the Nerds, which is an amazing trilogy. I mean, it's a fantastic, fantastic movie. Uh, guilty movie pleasures all the way around. So they'll be here Thursday, Thursday morning, uh, talking some guilty movie pleasure with him. And then next Tuesday, get ready for Demolition, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. What's your Demolition guilty movie pleasure? Man. And until then, be well. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.